but like just the wicket in the ground, like it's, it's just, just it's, it's just shite. I'm so sorry. Mate, no issues, no issues. But uh, this is how my did, new recording. How, how did we get to this? I don't know, mate. I thought I just thought you were going to be up the road, so I thought I'll nip round. And for the first, that would be the first time in uh, halfway up middle history we'd be actually be in the same room at the same time recording. Uh, but anyway, we've got us now. We we're joined uh, by friend of the show, uh, Pete McSimchick. How are you, mate? Not too bad, Liam. How are you? Complaints, mate. All well, all well. Um, Hoggy, do you want to tell the sports fans why we've been there, why they've not had any pods? Uh, well, I think that's a bit disrespectful saying Pete's just a friend of the show, like considering he's hosting this Zoom call. He's a host. Yeah, now, 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 uh, officially a co-host. I don't want to be dubbed with with that sort of brush, to be honest with you. But yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, Hoggy. See, after the last pod we did, <laughs> when like you were uh, driving, it sounded like Pete. Uh, and, Pete uh, Pete Messenger would say, what an absolute shambles of a pod that was. <laughs> Made a point, actually, after the game against Albroath of telling him that as well. I know, you did, you did, yeah. Didn't congratulate him on his on his, on his his unbeaten match-winning knock, but... Hey, how'd that game go, lads? Wicket. How did it go? The less said about it, the better, from my perspective. Aye. Pete, obviously, uh, Scottish Cup final to look ahead. Hopefully, we'll have a pod about that, but how are you... Uh, how are you fitness-wise? Are you going to be match fit for that game? Oh, yeah, mm. I played on a Saturday, sort of stumbled back. Um, but so hopefully, I mean, we've got real competition for places. That's incredible for Watsonians to get to Scottish Cup final. Um, never won the Scottish Cup, so there's a lot of pressure there, I feel. But um, but yeah, hopefully I can play. You know, we've got a lot of cricket before then, though. We've got, we've got to play our growth on Sunday. We've got Grange on Saturday. We've got Harriet's on the Saturday before we play them on the Sunday. So... Loads of games before then, so you know, not not really thinking too too. Well, obviously thinking about it, but not not too much, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Holly, how's uh, your um, on your sorry? How's uh, <clears throat> Watson's availability for the final and stuff like that? Oh, it's if you're at full strength, full 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 availability, full availability. Ah, that's um, good because you guys have got a good side, and you got full strength. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, less. Um, I mean, Ollie's playing down in uh, for Scotland Day at the moment, so hopefully he didn't get... There's a lot of cricket, so you're just worried about injuries or COVID or something like that. But everything I've seen says everybody's available. So it's, it's quite... I mean, it was pretty... Almost full strength for the semi-final. I, I was missing, but telling boys that they're not playing in games like that is an absolute heartbreaker for some of them. It's gutting, you know? Uh, you don't have to worry about Ollie getting injured. It doesn't move fast enough to get injured, does he? <laughs> Just it. He got a yeah, fight today for the Scotland, eh? I know, I know. Yeah, uh, he said he was turning it, so that's a, that's a new thing for him. <laughs> hey, uh, um, did he bowl at you, Hoggy? I did, yeah. should have got me out, caught and bowled, but shelled it, so happy days. We batted very well that day. You batted well. We didn't bat very well, and you actually trounced us. It was a real awakening, that, actually. Pete was chuffing me after the game, claiming that he should have had me out first ball, caught point. Because Ollie was standing in the right position. Pete, Pete, obviously, too many years playing at the Meadows for Marchman. Why this point, fucking three yards in front of point? Bizarre. <laughs> here, hold, so, what, uh... here, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's get this straight, right? Where do the where do Marchman play? 
what, what's the name of the ground? They play at Cavalry Park. It's not on the meadows. It's over and by we, Arthur's Seat. It's a beautiful cricket ground, actually. You'd be very lucky to ever get to play there, to be honest. And they've never played in the meadows, Pierre. They, they originated in the meadows, but I certainly never played at the meadows when I was there. Fair, fair. Hoggy, you're too, you're too uh, shy, mate. But you've been scoring some runs and uh, coaching as well. So how's how's uh, your summer been? I, to be honest, I've not really done that much coaching. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of coaches at Arbroath who go under the radar. So it's all really getting done, all the quick cricket and junior stuff. I go along with the junior stuff and help out where I can. But there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of the, the real coaches are doing all that. But it's uh, it's all right. The senior stuff's all right. It's just Tuesday, Thursday, helping out. And I've been doing the Cali under 15s, under 17s, helping out where I can, which has been good. Um, some diamonds up there to be polished. Oh, there's some class players. Yeah, some class players. A lot of them. It's a really good like a lot of young Asian kids up there, right? But their parents are like encouraging them to just play cricket. They don't. They don't want them to play any other sport. So you should see some of them in the field. It's it's unbelievable. Like just falling over themselves. But they, uh, but batting and bowling, different class. So there is some. There is some good players coming up there. Um, aye. That's what um, thinking. That's what's got. That's what's got in the way of fucking pods. It's cricket. <laughs> that's why we've not had any pods because we're actually playing or training or coaching. So yeah, apologies, sports fans. So anyway, tonight's yeah. show we're going to be chatting about the regional series in in, in particular, lads, and. Uh, Kind of a few kind of spin-offs of that. Um, Hoggy, you were kind of involved in bits and pieces. How would you sum up the kind of quality and overall the tournament as a whole? Well, I think I think it was good to be honest. I think it was better than it has been in previous years. I think the adding the performance academy in is quality because there's a lot of players in all three regional teams who have managed to come in because the performance academy is there. So you take out the performance academy players from the regional teams. It opens up another couple of spots, and a few, well, a few boys in each team really came in and and sort of stood out. You know, the boy Crawley from East came in, obviously scored a double hundred. Yep. There's a chance he wouldn't even have been in that squad if the Performance Academy boys are there, because there's obviously boys based in Edinburgh who are easily who would be more easy to pick and, and slot in. So yeah, like something like that is uh, is good. But overall, I think the standard has got better. You know, I think the the, stat, the depth. Of the of the teams has got a lot better, and um, you can see that from the scores. I mean, some of the scores are fucking mental. What West scored three seventy or three three seven seven in the first game, and East scored four four eight. So it's yeah, so, yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely a, a it's definitely improved since it since it started, which is which is a positive. Definitely, definitely. Pete, what's your kind of overall opinion of this one? You were obviously quite outspoken in uh, the earlier pod about. Um, how to improve things in terms of the regional series. What's what's your thoughts of uh, 2021s? Yeah. I mean, obviously, just looking at the scores, mm. there's obviously, and I, I watched some of the games on on the on the streams, which I think is a real, a real, a really good thing, um, and it's something that hopefully they can do more of. But for me, it's just it's funny. We're saying we're playing a lot of cricket. There's a lot of club cricket. I'd love to see more of it. I'd love to have seen it publicised more. You know, you didn't see it all of a sudden the regional series 50 over stuff was happening. Hadn't been, hadn't really seen much about it on Cricket Scotland website beforehand, which is a bit disappointing. Appreciate COVID and all the rest of that. Perhaps didn't want crowds uh, attending, but you, you know, you want the best players playing the best players as much as possible. Um, and I think it's good having four sides. I, I personally, just personally, I'd rather sort of re- make, give them a regional name or something like that. Give them a bit of an identity. Performance Academy, just to me. You know, if you're thinking longevity of this, you wanna you want young people to identify with a particular region or something like that. So 
look, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll maybe talk about the hundred in a bit, and I'm very anti the, the franchising of cricket in England. But in, we're in a very different part of the world here in Scotland, and and the game's still emerging. I actually think there's scope for that here. I think you could have rather than have them the Eastern Knights. I don't know. You could call them Edinburgh rather than call them. Uh, you know, rather than Caledonia, you could call it Aberdeen, you could call it Fife, or I appreciate you maybe disenfranchising Dundee, but you know what I mean? Just to give it a bit more identity, just if you're a young person who's grown up in Dundee, Sterling, whatever it is, you, you had that little bit of identity there, um, something like that, rather than have it called the Performance Academy. But I mean, looking at some of the players coming through, it's great. And I think the fact that, that it's obviously attracting players who've got Scottish roots down in England. Um, yeah. is no bad thing as long as their reasoning for playing is, is is for the right reason. That's that's all I would say on it. But but it looks like it's been an excellent competition. Yeah, yeah. I like, that, I like that idea of... Uh, aye, sorry, what are you going to say, Luke? No, no, when you go, yeah, no, I do like that. Aye, I love that idea of um, of making it sort of like city-based. The only, the only thing is with that is it would maybe dilute the quality because there's maybe not enough players to make it the standard that it is just now, but... I mean, I'd still keep four teams. I'd still have four teams, but it's okay, just to yeah. give it an identity, you know, or yeah. something like that. You could, you could just say it was a Scotland Lion instead of the Performance Academy, something like that, instead of it just being the Performance Academy. But, yeah, I know what you mean. But they, uh, some of those boys are quality. The boy Chris McBride scored 100 against the against Cali, and yep. uh, they just needed one more player to hang around to him for 10 overs or whatever, and they would have won that game. Yep. He's, you would have uh, seen that knock, did you, Hoggy? I saw that, yeah. He batted class. But he's he's someone who went down south. So he was obviously Dumfries. Yeah. And uh, apparently he went down to Durham as a little tiny wee leg spinner. And now he bowls like little medium pacers, maybe a bit heavier than medium, but, but he's a proper batter, like look like look like a class bat. So that's uh, he's, he's another an one at Newcastle, so you see actually hog. Oh there you go. Climb out in North Northeast Prem. Yeah, another one there. And it, um, he'll be still at Durham as well. No, nah, he's not. I think he's down at Oxford Brooks Uni or something. But ah, um, he got yeah. So, <clears throat> but he's someone who I think Scotland can learn from getting boys into these academies as early as possible. Because there's no way he'd be he'd be a, as good a batsman as he is now if he'd stayed at Dumfries. No disrespect to Dumfries, but even if he was at Grange, he's still not going to be as good a player if he stayed at Grange as opposed to if he's at Durham Academy or a professional county academy down south. So the more yeah. the more players you get in those academies, the better, because you're going to see some proper cricketers. And obviously, you can do your best to try and make academy structures up here, like like Grange, for example, and whatever they're doing at Napier as well. They've got a course at Napier that all the cricketers are getting involved in as well. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else but, catching your eye from the from those games, Hogs, that you actually saw up close that you might have thought, "Geez, he's actually a player," or "He's a bit different," or anyone anyone kind of jumping off the page at you? Well, Chris McBride in the Performance Academy, but that's when he scored runs against us. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? The boy Tom Simpson. He, yeah, he scored. He he's scored done quite a lot of Performance Academy games. Yep. What about um, our broth? Was Gav Main bowling uh, sharp the day you, you saw him? Ah, he bowled quality that day, yeah. Um, ah, he's uh, he's another one. He went down south, didn't he? There's no way he'd be bowling the way he bowls if, he's, if he'd stayed at Oddington or whatever. He was at mm. Durham, and that's why he bowls a heavy ball, so... Yeah, he bowled really well that day. I can't remember his figures or whatever, but he uh, he did bowl well. Have you got them written down here, no? Not good enough. Hey, what, <laughs> what day? <laughs> Apologies, mate. If it's oh, have you have you got them? Uh, aye, no, yeah, he did. Yeah, three for thirty-nine yeah. wobbled. Three for thirty-nine yeah, no, he did. well. <laughs> yeah, he was he was, uh, he was cutting everyone. He was cutting Costa apart. It was nag. It was jagging about our bro. But um, yeah, he's he's a good bowler. Cross stands out as well. Obviously, hitting a double hundred. Him and Crawley scoring double tons is wild. 
I think Cross scored a, another big one as well, did he? In one of the other games. Yeah, he's. Uh, I've, I've jotted down a few. Even in league cricket, he's had a double hundred in league cricket. Um, I think that was in yours, wasn't it, Hog? I was there. I was there. <laughs> I was How was that? Do you know what? Like he didn't even play shot and anger. I don't know if people maybe argue, but he, he honestly didn't look like he was trying to search for boundaries until like maybe the forty-seventh, forty-eighth over when he was getting close to his double hundred. Yeah. It was. It was wild. He just hit. Just at like normal shots, and we, but I don't think it bowled like that badly. You know what I mean? He just like slapped it through extra cover off yep. the back foot and off the front foot, and yeah, batted, he batted well. So yeah, just how, yeah. How his ability across to play weak up or relatively on paper weak opposition and score two hundred, and then yeah. go and play for Scotland and score century. I think his ability yeah. to just be able to play the ball is just outstanding. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, just uh, sorry, just again and again, he went down south. Obviously, he was at Loughborough. Yeah, County setup and stuff like that. Another example of someone who's come out of the academy system down south and been, like, stands out up here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, Pete, you're right. His ability just, it, it's almost like he's not even, he doesn't look like he's trying to force the ball into particular areas. Whereas you see that with some other good players where you sort of know where they're trying to score. Whereas he just stands there. If the ball's, he hits the ball where the ball's supposed to be hit, basically. Fucking frustrating yeah. when he keeps hitting it past you, but it's, uh, <laughs> he, he's quality. He's stood out as the best player. I mean, him and Hayes, it's funny because Hayes got 100 that day as well and nobody talks about it. <laughs> yeah. Even after Over the seven. game, he's like, oh yeah, crossy back as well, Hayes. And then I'm thinking, wait a minute, <laughs> you, you were there for that 290 run partnership. Yeah. Um, aye, he's uh, he's another class back. He's got 130 the weekend again. Yeah, Hayes did, yeah. Yeah, against Force, so it'll be a reasonable bone attack. Surprised he's not involved. Maybe maybe he says he doesn't want to be, but I'm surprised he's not involved in the Eastern Knights because he must be qualified now. Yeah, well, he, he's played some before. Um, Has he? Yeah, yeah. And he actually played yeah, for Cali. I remember playing a couple of games of uh, Cali games with him, actually. Um, are, are you playing with him, did you? Yeah, but uh, a, while ago, a while ago now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you a you former regional player, are you? Well done, Lou. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, by the way, so I can get my naffy stuff out. Crossy also also had 180 red, 171 red as well in league cricket and like obviously a couple of double hundred. It's just outrageous. It's outrageous as well to think that there could be like 36 better keeper batsmen in England than him. Like surely to God he's good enough to be like a pro wicketkeeper keeper batsman me. in the county set up, eh? But oh, that ship's uh, probably sailed now. If, but. if Pete's mate Bracey can get a test cap for his keeping, fuck me. I, I, I wanna, I'm sorry, I'm not letting you get away with that, okay? <laughs> James Bracey was not was not in that England setup to be the wicketkeeper. It's only because folks got injured. James Bracey was into bat at three. He's told to bat at seven and keep wicket against one of the best test teams going. That's a pretty tough gig. I digress. You can carry on talking about Scottish cricket now. I'm not even a big England cricket fan. I'm just a big James yeah. Bracey fan. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Bracey's not scoring a double hundred at Lachlan's like Cross is. That's for sure. <laughs> but, that's a fair point. Fair I, point. That's a great show. I don't know how he's not. He must have been. Surely he must have been asked somewhere to go. But well, you think he would have just done it if he was asked? But I don't know. Sometimes these counties they don't help themselves because they just sort of use and abuse you. You mm. know what I mean? They've done it to so mm. many players that it's maybe a, maybe it's a thing now in the Scotland dressing room that unless there's something concrete on the table, then they're not going to go down and do it. I think there's so so many incentives in so, for these English counties. They're so heavily incentivized to produce young players. Yeah. That, that why as as good as Matt Cross is, I don't know how old Matt Cross is now. He's maybe 28, 29. 
um, he, you know, it, 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 there's no ECB kickback for them for, for playing. So you've got, you might as well produce your own. Yeah, pick a academy keeper or something. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Plus, mm-hmm. it's a keeper, so fucking throw anyone behind there with a set of gloves. Um, mm-hmm. Aye, Crossy stood out in that tournament. Um, the boy McMullen as well from the West. I'm just going by the game that I was at. He batted really well in that game. They got got uh, Barrington out. out. Yeah, got Barrington out uh, at a good time, and uh, and the game just never changed. The boy McMullen, he was batting with them at the time. Ross Lyons came in, and they just. Uh, yeah, just started stroking it about the place. It was good stuff. Like, yeah, I noticed them um, in one of the games. A guy, Ollie Davidson, bowled really well. So he's obviously an academy player, like one of the Grange boys. And and uh, it was the day at Goldie where East have scored four hundred and eighteen for six, and he's gone two for fifty nine from his ten. So no, so Ollie, basically... Dav- Ollie Davidson is from yeah. down south again. Oh, apologies. Proves, proves my point. Gloucester Academy. Pete might know him. He his brother is Jasper Davidson, who played for Stirling, I think. I was speaking to him on the boundary at the Performance Academy game. Um, he's only 16. Right. Aye, bowls left arm off, though. He's really tidy, good player, good lad. Chatting away on the boundary for a couple of overs. Um, okay. But, yeah, he's he's definitely one to watch. He got me out yeah. first ball in an MCC game, so uh, he's obviously <laughs> high quality. <laughs> Love it. That's what you get for wearing the egg and bacon. I was about to say, who are you playing against? The umpire playing the, the perform- on and carry on. Performance Academy, Performance Academy, MCC versus the. What was perform- this? Was that this year? Was that this year? Yeah, it, it, it's Sterling. Was I? Oh, Do you get a full game in? Yeah, it was this nice sunny day. Um, Beat them? No. no, and we, do you know what? They, this is going to sound really controversial. I was really like, it was kind of one of these games where they, they just batted fifty overs and scored two hundred and thirty, and I thought, well, that's all right. It's okay. It's not that great. We'll get these easily. Then they rolled us for 120. I mean, he, I think he got four wickets, the, that, that Davidson lad. Um, there was nobody that I was like, oh, my God, this guy is going to be the next big thing. But they were all really solid cricketers, all of them. Good to hear. What were you wearing when you arrived at the MCC game, Pete? Well, this year, you don't, I didn't wear a blazer. So I just, uh, oh, just the MCC training attire with my MCC cap. Um we got new so, new balance, new balanced uh, gear this year, so pretty good. Oh, is, it, is it new balance? I saw Aman Bailwell was wearing a pair of Nike MCC shorts, which fair well, enough. I, was, I, pretty, I mean, he was playing gear. in that game. He was playing in that game, was a man. Of course he was. Hoggy, the Nike stuff must just be for the elite. So that's how like AB rocks up, rocks up in the, <laughs> the Nike stuff, and then. Like he's so so did MCC badge on Nike shorts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were New Balance. I just had it in my head they were Nike, but looked smart. What about uh, facilities-wise, Hog? Obviously, in order for teams like... I'm going to rattle through a few of the scores here. West, 3-7-7 for four at Air. East, 4-4-8 four, four, for nine at Grange. Cali played the Academy, and that was about 300, played 2-3-3. That was at Arbroath. Um, 418 for six at Goldie. So, obviously, what are we thinking, lads? Are we thinking these, these decks must be in pretty good nick? The grounds must be in good condition? Well, oh, it's been very dry, hasn't it? At, um, at that time of year when they were playing them, and, and they're good cricket grounds, you know? I think, uh, you know, I can only talk, I haven't been, I haven't been to Arbroath in a, in a long time. I'm really looking forward to going on Sunday. But, uh, but I mean, uh, Golden Acre, Grange, fabulous cricket wickets. Golden Acre's short boundaries as well. So, or short boundary on one side. Um, Titwood's a good ground, so I d- doesn't expect. Then the games 
hell bent on being favourable to batsmen, obviously. So, um, <laughs> so, so, so with a pink ball, you know. So, so it doesn't surprise me that teams are going at eight and over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, you would have seen up close, mate. I, I mean, Grange is is the best by a mile. I think like you can get big scores at most grounds, but Grange is just the wicket is just so consistently like consistently good at Grange compared to other grounds. And then the, the games in the West, like. I don't know. Even the, did you watch the? I watched about the final, and it, it mm-hmm. rained for twenty overs. It's like yeah. just play it at the fucking play it at Grange. Like there's so much more chance of it being played, and so much chance of it being a like a proper game. Like what was the score? It was like one hundred and sixty plays, one hundred and sixty or something, was it? Yeah, one forty nine all out. Eastwell and ah, West got it. One five one for yeah three down. It it just wouldn't it wouldn't be that score if it was at Grange. It nah. just wouldn't be that score. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, the, the grounds are... I mean, our bro's been pretty good this year. Um, they had the finals day yesterday, the T20 stuff, but the scores weren't that great. But in, in general, the wickets have been pretty good at our bro. And it's must be, must big, be pretty flat if you've got a ton on one. Ah, exactly, yeah. It's a proper <laughs> big ground. Um, so you can play a proper game of cricket on it. Like, we played at Dice two weeks prior. And it was, honestly, it was 280 plays 270. And fuck me, walked off. The umpire's like, oh, it was a great game of cricket, mate. It was like, What? That is not cricket. It's, it's just fucking garbage. It's like, who can be slightly better than bad? It, oh, it was just, it was embarrassing. It was one of the worst games I've ever played in. I, not because I didn't get any runs or whatever, but Ross McLean batted really well, like proper knock. Jan obviously batted well. The young lad Lamley batted well. But like, just the wicket in the ground, like, it's just, it's, it's just shite. Do you know what I mean? Like, how are you, spo- how are you supposed to, and, and it's, I know I'm contradicting myself because, I might say, how can you produce good cricketers there? And Dice have produced so many good players there, but it's it's just pish. <laughs> like, you can't learn how to play cricket on there, chipping it for six. It's a six. You can walk from the 30-yard circle to the straight boundary at six steps. That's just unacceptable. I mean, I, I've always got a soft spot for Dice. I've played there for a couple of years as a student and lovely, lovely club. Oh, great it club, feel, yeah. feels like this year, I mean... The ground was in. I couldn't believe how the nick that the ground was in. To be honest, it was quite sad. To be honest with you, going back up there, I know it's a postage stamp, um, um, but yeah, I mean, geez, we were. I think we were twenty for five batting there, and the pitch was. I mean, it, if you can bowl for, I mean, I know you guys got big score there or whatever, but I think I Grange were in trouble last week there and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's but if you, early on, first hour of batting batting at Stonywood on a at midday on a on a Saturday, guaranteed. Five wickets, you know, it's like that. Yeah. I was thinking about yeah. it actually, Hog, after we spoke about it. And do you think maybe just because there's no overseas this year, they're doing maybe let or they don't have the same kind of hours of work being put in on the ground? Yeah, that's not that many has something to do with it. Yeah, they usually do have a at least a, an amateur or a couple living in the yeah in the, who like sit on a mower or sit on a roller or something. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, they, they, fair play. Do you know what I mean? Getting a wicket up is it's a lot of work, isn't it? So yeah. fair play, and it is a great club dice. But the actual the actual pitch itself, outfield, it's like fuck me. Well. Yeah, it's not good. So that's yeah, that's back to the regional stuff. Playing on ground yeah, like and Grange, <clears throat> um, not Heritage. Heritage outfield's a disgrace as well. It's like dice is like like a fucking rugby park. Um, like that thick grass. Do you know what I mean? It's not like a it's not like an outfield. Um, air air's good. Titwood air's class ground. That's a good ground. They've got a good groundsman. He's been there for donkeys, haven't they? Hasn't he? So, um, yeah, they have to play these games at those grounds. But the final, just play it at Grange. <laughs> yeah, simple as that. 
and not on a Thursday. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know what the story was there. They tried to, they had to move it around a couple of times. Yeah. They, tr- they did try. It was supposed to be on a Friday originally. Don't know what happened. Can't remember why it got moved. Then they moved it to a Sunday, but then they decided to change it because it was Scottish Cup or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is what it is. I don't know. Bank holiday Again. Monday. Bank holiday Monday at Grange. Yeah. Five pound entry. Street food vans. Yeah. You know, three pound a pint. But they don't, and that's what's and that's the problem. I know they should they should really try and make it an event and try and uh, even send out to clubs, offer hospitality. It doesn't even have to be hospitality. It can be a fucking tent with some beers in it. People will still go to it. Like the mm-hmm. Fergusley, Fergusley and Gala for the twenty twenty day travelled up. Fergusley in the minibus, Gala in a 40-seater coach. That's quality. Um, ah, it is quality stuff. Like, And, uh, the, the, yeah, that our bro on the test the whole day. It was good. Really good. It's a shame. I wanted Fergusley to, to get through to the final because I've not, I've not actually seen much of Fergusley. I wanted to see them, but Clive, uh, Carlton, I'm sure we'll speak about it later, but Carlton beat them pretty easy. But um, People will travel. Do you know what I mean? If, you, mm. if they know the game's going to be on a certain day and mm. if there's some sort of communication with them. So you can definitely do it. People would definitely would travel and, and watch if there was going to be, as you say, cheap cheap beer, some food available. I mean, yeah. fuck it. It's, uh, I mean, the games have been this year. People will want to come and watch it next year. Absolutely. I mean, four, teams scoring 450 almost. People will come, want to come and watch that. That was mm-hmm. a disgrace. I didn't, I didn't enjoy watching it from the side. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was it was pretty good batting. All the hairs batted well that day. Made a hundred off like forty. Well, no, make hundred. Made like eight or something off forty balls or something. Fifty-eight from twenty-two. Fifty-eight, twenty-two. Well, yeah. yeah. Just, just you just wish he would just like get go off to that start and then just flick a switch, drop a gear, and just cruise because he just mm. scores so many runs. Like there's been so many big scores and. All he, I think all he did score, what did he score, 190 or something in one game, Pete? He scored 190 against Grange. He, he, I tell you, with Ollie, and he'd admit himself, he scores the runs against the uh, the top the, the, the top of the table sides. He, he's the bit between his teeth. He had that against uh, Grange, you know, it's his old club. Hi. Um, but, when, I mean, he scored, we played Meagle on Saturday. It was the worst 38 runs you'll see. It was just, and he'll, he said it himself, it was just inside edges, just hacks, Hi. absolute hacks. Um it's just, it, I, yeah, I mean, he's so talented, so talented. Um, and um, yeah, that that game, I just wanted him. Well, I didn't want him to do. I wanted him to fucking kick them over at one point. But you just thought he's got his game in the palm of his hand here. Fifty-eight off twenty-two balls. Yeah, and he yeah. just could have just dropped the gear, field spread at Grange. He would have batted there all day. But I think Grievel got him out. Didn't he? See the thing as well, right? See when like hairs gets going. So like twenty-two balls have probably been like the end of the fourth over because he's on strike and he's biffing it. You know what I mean? So it's not like he's like taking one then sitting on his bat for a few overs. Like he's just rattling it and, and keeping strike. So it you quickly it, the game remember. quickly goes away, was. doesn't it? I can't remember what over he got out in it. It wasn't it was the early fourth, doors. Yeah. It was in, it was inside the first ten overs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, I, I think overall, I think it's a bit of homework. Did, you, did any of us have a look at that? Each to think a way of continuing to improve the tournament. Any, any ideas there, lads? Any going to I think I've thrown a few out there already. I mean, yeah. it's the same, same stuff we've already said. I mean, correct. We don't need to hear it again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, my one, my one, which will probably change next year, but it will be to try and include an overseas player in each. Yeah, that, that that would be mine, just to try and get that kind of 
experience or maybe a little bit of something new brought into how they might warm up, train, play. Um, obviously, they need to be well selected. You can kind of choose them from wherever you can get one from. So you could pick a pro that played like the guy Luba that played at Arbroath or you could choose someone that might be playing down in the Lancashire leagues and get him up to play on a Sunday. But yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that, just see who we can get involved and can kind of put a different angle on each team. Each player, each team gets one player and it doesn't need to be the same player, but you're allowed one inch uh, each game. And I think that might just add a little bit of variety and interest. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think they would do that, just pick a random boy at the Lancashire Leagues or whatever, because I think they, they do try and make it like a squad thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so like not a higher band. Yeah, I saw a video of... of uh, Beryl speaking after the game and he said that one of the things he was most pleased with was how the same squad of players have been there for a couple of years and he's seen improvements so um, <clears throat> I think that shows that you don't really need and another thing he said there was for the overseas an overseas pro to come in and sort of like make it more professional but I think it is professional do you know what I mean the boys are a lot of them are, are pros obviously contracted Scotland players and have had experience in professional teams all over the place. So I don't think it's like it was 20 years ago where you could bring in a West Indian pro or whatever and it would make the professionalism a bit better. But um, yeah, I mean, I think if there, any way to make the standard better would help. So if there if there's areas of team that, sort of, say for example, I don't know, um, say say the West didn't have an opening bowler or a strong opening bowler and they had to, they had to open the bowl with someone bowling 60 mile an hour swingers who is never going to be able to play an ODI game. Then of course, oh no offense, Pete. Yeah, sixties <laughs> um, quick. <laughs> yeah, like then yeah, you then you, you should be able to look at it and be like, right, we're going to try and bring in some opening an opening bowler for the West or two opening bowlers for the West or whatever. But um, that's just an that's just an example because obviously West have got got a, a good bowling attack. I mean, they've got Gav. The other one's a bowling from I can't even remember. Oh, the, the boy, boy yeah, opened yeah, there in the final and got here. Yeah, Mo Gaffer. I think he does. How to pronounce it? Gaffer, Gaffer. Yeah, I think he plays for Ferguson. Yeah, he looked good in the final. He did. He, he, was swinging he it. played. He played Scotland Day as well a couple of weeks before that against Durham as well. Did all right as well. So, um, yeah, I think using overseas can be a way of improving the standard. Like someone like Luba, if you if you're struggling for a spinner, obviously he's a class batsman. Then yeah, get him in to make the standard better. But I don't think uh, I don't think it's needed to sort of make it more professional. So I think it is. I think there's a lot of good Yeah. Good, good. Uh, um, I'll echo what Pete said. It was really good. And uh, like clicking on the highlights of how people got out and stuff, I think that's that's superb. I know not both games were covered in every uh, every kind of fixture or round of fixtures, but um, at least one of them was. And yeah, I really enjoy looking back at that. And I'm sure the players look, look over it too, just to see if there's anything that they can improve okay. upon. Yeah. So whoever's behind that, I presume it was Potsy, but if it's not Potsy, whoever it is, well done. And they keep it coming. Yeah. Um, lads, it was, it was, are they going to... Sorry. sorry, on you go, mate. On you go. Sorry. No, it was, I was just going to say it was a it was a good tournament. I think I think West, I don't know if it's played at Grange, it might be a bit different, but I think West have, have improved for sure. Because I remember maybe three or four years ago, they weren't anywhere near at West, but they have, they have improved. Um, and I, I suppose that sort of highlights how they how the regional series is, has got better over the years and more mm-hmm. professional because the West mm-hmm. were sort of not miles off it, but they were uh, they were the weaker of the of the three, and now for them to go and win it is fair play. I think they won the T20 a couple of years ago as well, but yeah, um, and it like Pete says, 
it's only fucking three games, so it's it probably isn't a true reflection. Maybe if they if they played this over the full season, it might be different. But um, yeah, they've got a good side west. It obviously helps. I don't know why Crossy plays for them. He should be playing for Cali because he's from Aberdeen. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I think that I might have been maybe sharing out the one. keepers almost, Hoggy. Like Aye, you were true. speaking about opening bowlers. Like if you've got Wallace at Cali, then you let him keep, and then you get Crossy in, and then you've then you've got a keeper in the East as well, haven't you? So maybe that's maybe that was the thinking at the time, the original. But yeah, uh, it'd be yeah. good to have him as a batter at Cali for sure. But, um, will we talk about the hundred boys? Yeah, uh, let's get Pete. Let's get Pete going. Go on in, Pete. Let's have it. Have you watched any, mate? I, I've, I've, um, I've accidentally seen a, a, a bits and pieces of it I'll be honest um I just um for me the hundreds it's interesting well one it's obviously excellent for women's cricket I cannot deny that I think it's absolutely brilliant the profile um, of women's cricket and, and watching the quality has been um you know outstanding to see the biggest issue I've got with the hundred is it's is purely based around English cricket it's a complete needless gamble because um, you have basically taken 18 teams that have produced quality players for years and years and years, and you've disenfranchised over half the country. You've basically gone Bristol, Taunton, Chelmsford, Durham, Leicester. We don't give a shit about you. We're only interested in these big cities. And the problem is, is that that's fine for a spectacle, but in the long term, if that if this continues, if all the money gets pumped into eight teams... And they start having to, you know, you listen to Kevin Peterson talking, well, there should be eight county, eight, eight first class sides. Hmm. That, that is a dangerous, dangerous precedent because all you're doing is actually, in many respects, a, a quite a big parallel to international cricket where, where India, Australia, England want to do everything together and nobody else gets involved. And sh- shock and horror, you know, in Scotland, we're on the outside looking in thinking, well, where's our opportunity? It's exactly the same in England. If you just, uh, you know, have cricket within you know, seven major hubs as it is it, 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 there, then, then you, you, you ended up, you're ending up closing a lot of doors. I mean, if it wasn't for Somerset County Cricket Club, you wouldn't have Leach, you wouldn't have Bess. If it wasn't for Leicestershire, you wouldn't have Broad. If it wasn't for Durham, you wouldn't have Stokes. I'm taught, I know in the short run, they'll still all filter through. But if you go take it 20 years further on, they don't filter through. Um, and that's not good for cricket. That's my opinion. I don't care if it's five balls or six balls or a hundred balls or whatever. That's by the by. It's what it's doing to the game by franchising cricket in England. That's my rant done. <laughs> mate, I, I hadn't thought of it like that. Um, and that's neat. It is. It is pretty good points. Um, I like it. I, I, I've enjoyed watching games. I think I might have just got lucky, and the games that I've watched have ended up quite tight. And it's been exciting, um, and it's a bit new and a bit fresh and a bit different. And they seem the crowds are good, and they've totally nailed it in terms of the production of it. Um, to be correct, it, I'm not sure about the commentary. Commentary's honking at times. Um, it's like they're, it's like they've told them like, don't go on and talk about cricket. Go on and try and be funny, and it's fallen on its arse some of it. Um, but as a like a novelty thing and a way of getting kids involved and like opening up to a new audience, then I. Then I'm then I'm with it, but yeah, fair play, Pete. You've brought a new aspect that I hadn't really thought of. It is kind of detracting from large traditional cricket um, populations, and you and yeah, it's a bit like when they want um, Team GB to have a football team. Like Scottish, Welsh, Irish, English FAs are all a bit not very keen because then they might just group them all together again. So yeah, I can right. see where you're coming from, Pete. But 
I do I do like how it's on the telly, because it's on the old council telly, so I get it on get it on my BBC or I get it on the iPlayers, but um and it is obviously it's obviously doing a lot of good for the women's game too. But um yeah. Maybe if it was what do you think, P, if it was like in a shorter format, as in like didn't go on as long, just kind of a month within the summer, you think that would no satisfy you? No. No, because the issue is is the is the is the is the marginalizing of, of areas. I mean, uh, cricket's still good. The, the glimpses I've watched, the quality is obviously very good. You're playing good crickets, but what what they could have done is just have a have a have the profile the blast a little bit more, profile the Kia Super League a little bit more, um, put invested in that, got that on the BBC. Maybe had a top league and a second league. They wouldn't want to. They didn't want to do that. The reason they don't want to do that is the best county teams are Somerset and Essex at the moment, and and they're based in Taunton and Chelmsford, and not in London and Birmingham. You know, it's so it's so political. This is politics kills sport. It kills it. Um, we've seen it with the European Super League in football, and we're seeing it both at an international level in cricket um, with the big three, and and now in in, in English cricket as well, in my opinion. Um, and it, it, it's just a shame. But but yeah. I totally agree with Pete on this. Like, like everyone's like, oh, um, we're not sure about the 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 hundred because of the changing because it's not overs and it's not hundred balls, but it's still a game of cricket. So, of course, if you like cricket, you're going to like the hundred because it's cricket. But the whole, I don't really, I don't understand the whole franchise part of it. And I, like you, you said, it's on council telly. Brilliant. Why don't they just put the blast on council telly and just and keep it not. Not as it is. Obviously, you have to improve it and 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 sort of market it differently and whatever. But like the hundred's not gonna, it's not gonna bring new people in. It's still cricket. Do you know what I mean? Like taking twenty balls away is not gonna make a difference. I don't think. And making it the oval invincibles instead of it being sorry, I I just don't I don't get it. Um, and I, I've I've watched I've watched it and I, I've I've liked it because it's just like watching a fucking T Twenty game. <laughs> I don't, I don't really, I don't really get the difference. I, I mean, yeah, it's fair enough. They've tried to make it interesting, but I've got mates who haven't got a clue. We've all got mates who fucking haven't got a clue about cricket. Oh, you watched the hundred? No, because it's, it's just cricket. <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing. So they could easily have just. I think they could have easily just kept it as the blast and tried to do all the things that they're doing, but just do it as you say, Somerset against Essex. But as you say, Pete. Yeah, it obviously comes down to, to politics. It's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, it's Sam, uh, Sanjay Patel, who yes. used to be at Grange, played for Scotland. Yeah. He's one yeah. of the guys uh, behind it. And that's fair play. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, hopefully it does bring more people in. But I, I don't know. I don't know how, because it's, it's, still, it's still cricket. Just put it on the TV. But it's obviously all politics and whatever. Uh, but, um, it's not fair, and it's, fair play. Fair play to Sanjay Patel. No, no, I'm really, he, he annoys me so much, it annoys <laughs> me so much, because it's so... Yeah, you'll be getting your, you'll be getting your MCC book ripped up, watch what, you, watch what I, you're saying. You know, you can, it's, it's a very good point, it's a very good point, but honestly, it's just, uh, these. there's a lot, I, I don't just, I'm not singling out Sanjay Patel, there's a lot of people at the upper end of, of English cricket, and it strikes me, they're all looking for an angle to try and climb that, you know, that greasy pole, as it were, and... It just, you know, and this is, we've come up with this kind of, you know, Frankenstein type cricket, you know, and it's cricket, it is cricket, but I just, it's so short-termism, short-termism constantly, 
you know, based on people's I, careers and things like that. It's, it's rubbish. Yeah. It's what's crippled Scottish cricket for years as uh, short-termism. It's why international cricket hasn't invested. In it. It's why test teams don't come up and play here enough. It's because they're all yeah. thinking short-term. We think long-term, we preserve the game, and actually we grow the game. Yeah, I think the 100, it's, uh, it's been great. It's, I have, I've watched it, but it's just because it's a game of cricket. But I think the whole change, trying to change it, calling it the 100, it, like it's just desperate, I think. Do you know what I mean? Just like, just can call it what it is. It's the T20 game. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's bizarre. And I mean, there's still county stuff going on. The Royal London, the, what is it, the One Day Cup, that's still going on. A few good games in that. It's obviously the Scotland boys um, played a bit in the, so the blast still going on as well. It's coming up the quarterfinals. Uh, yeah. All right. At the end of August. Yeah. Yeah. The first. Yeah. So that's that's still. It's just fucking bizarre. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. But yeah, the commentary in Peterson. I love listening to Peterson talk about um, about actually like batting and things like that. But some of his some of his commentary, and he just loves talking about like how he how people he's played with or whatever. He loves talking about just shite that. Nothing to do with what's actually happening. He just wants to tell nah. a story. It's fucking not for me, like, it's pish. And then, yeah. like, boys like Goff and... I think one of the games I turned on, it was like, it was Goff and Peterson and all that. And they couldn't care less. They talk, they talk about the Afghans and stuff like that. Um, Rashid Khan, like, they're sort of one-off and oh, they're so lucky to get these guys or whatever. It's like, no, there's other good players in associate, you know, in associate teams. And I watched the, the game last night and Darren Sammy before the game... They asked him, how do you think you should play um, Rashid Khan or whatever? It was like, not, not one of them even thought about, well, they, w- they wouldn't even have known about Cloudy's innings against them. And obviously, it's easy for us. If you're Scottish and we watch Scottish cricket. But I think he went for 80 off his 10 overs or something that day against Scotland because Cloudy just swept him out of the park. Yeah. And um, it's, KP did say, I'd probably try and um, hit him straight or sweep him. So fair enough, he's, he's probably on the right track. But um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a bit of fucking... Don't know, just a bit, a bit too try hard. Jobs for the desperate, boys, or desperate. jobs for the boys. Ah, no, it's not just that. It's just, um, I just think it's desperate. It's like if people don't like cricket, they don't like it. But try and improve it. Try and improve cricket, and not sort of fucking try and change it. You've already got good teams, and good. There's a lot of good things or whatever. They're obviously trying to franchise it like IPL and things like that. But I, don't, I can't really see it. It's not going to work. It's not, the hundred's not going to be the IPL, and the way the IPL kicked off. That was unbelievable, and it's been probably the best thing that's happened to cricket in the last 20 years. Maybe you did disagree, Pete, being a fucking, I don't know, MCC lover. But it has been. IPL's been brilliant for cricket. And if they think the 100's going to be the IPL, no chance. No chance. Can't compete with the IPL. No one's going to go over, no one's going to be getting paid, what, one and a half million pounds for six weeks in, in the 100. I think the most, the most expensive contract's 125 grand or something. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's not happening. So... Yeah, uh, I can put that it's, to it's bed good. then, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's good to it's good to watch. And the the yeah, we've not even spoken about the Scottish girls in it. I, that's that's mainly why I've been watching it. I don't, you don't really see a lot of them. Um, I watched uh, Abdaha today for Leggies. Uh, she bowled well. Can't remember. Can't remember if they won or not. Um, who else plays in that team? Kirsty Gordon plays in the Kirsty same Gordon. team as her. Both left arm orthos. Yeah. Uh, she she's bowled well in a couple of games I've watched. I've not seen much of the Bryce sisters. I saw uh, the keeper. She. Had a couple of good stumpings. Just, just talked about her a few times in the telly, being tidy behind the stumps and stuff like that. But it's, uh, I think it's, it's, it's really good for the girls' game because it's, as you say, it's on the telly more than it than it would be normally. But they could just 
as you say, the Kia Super League or whatever it's called. They could just show that on the telly. It doesn't have to be the fucking Manchester Marvels or whatever they're called. What are they called? Originals. Oh, great name. <laughs> what, the Lancashire Lightning? Is that a fucking just as good a name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, 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 I mean, in terms of the women's game, the one thing I would say about the, the Bryce is I, I have watched a little bit of, that, uh, of them and they actually, to be honest with you, they could be coming up higher up the order. I don't know if they're out of form or whatever. Or you kind of, there's always a little bit of that kind of, maybe it's this chip on the shoulder, the classic Scottish chip on your shoulder, but it's like, oh, they're Scottish. So they can't be very good. They have to come in at I eight know. nine. And that, that you know, I, I, there was a game actually, the one game I did watch, mm. Catherine was bowling. She bowled perfectly fine, 10 balls. And then that was it. And the rest of the team, the rest of the lot bowled. They lost the game. And I just thought to myself, you know, Catherine's fit was, yeah. was economy rate was far better than everybody else's. What's going Never on? Brought you know, it back on, yeah. Didn't bring her back. I was just like, that's odd. That's weird. But I mean, listen, you know, that's maybe just watching it through blinkers a little bit there. But yeah, yeah. it's um, mm-hmm. that, that, it, it, I think it's it's great for for for, for exposure there. For, and, and that that, sh- but but as you say, it could have been the Super League in parallel with the Blast. With the same amount of television exposure as, as that uh, as the hundred's been given on on terrestrial TV, and it would have just had the same impact, in my opinion. Be I know, definitely, it would be better for what's already there. It's mm-hmm. more established. Um, another thing is they were fucking talking about it the whole time in the lead up about how it was so good for women's sport and how um, it, they were all getting paid the same. It's a, they're not getting paid anything near the same. The highest paid women isn't getting paid. Is getting paid less than the lowest paid bloke, I think. Something like something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the whole it's the prize money that's the same. That's I think which it's you know. Oh, is it? Okay. But there's po- but but the point is the salaries are the more important thing. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think some of the girls will be getting fucking a couple of grand or whatever for six weeks. It's a joke. No, the other thing I was yeah. thinking about just now actually is you no, know, like when you see the crowds at T20 Blast, they're pretty good anyway, aren't they? Yeah, Aye. you know what I mean. Like, if you saw, like, I'm trying to think of like one of thinking like Lanks Yorkshire, like these live on a Friday night, and it's packed. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, even when they go to the, the smaller small ones, it's packed. So Somerset, Taunton, Taunton sold out for four years in a row pre-COVID. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Chelmsford sells out every time. I know they're two of the better counties. Bristol gets good crowds when they play at Cheltenham, and the, they always play two T20s at Cheltenham. That's a sellout guaranteed. All the small grounds, you know, even Hove, Derby, they all still get big yeah. crowds. Yeah, Hampshire. Yeah, I yeah. watched the, one of the games was the what they called the Welsh Dragon. That honestly, they, they'd be lucky to be fucking two thousand people in Sofia Gardens or whatever it's called. Mm. The Swal, mm. the Swalic. The Swalic. Called that? Is it still called Swalic? I'm not sure so. actually. Mate. Is it the SSE because they kind of changed no? Scottish and Southern Energy? Who knows? But, um, insight into energy there. Great. Yeah. <laughs> there was there was yeah there was no one there watching it. Might have been because it was wet or whatever. But yeah, uh, I mean I hope it. I hope it does um, do well. I just don't think it will. So that's uh, we'll have to cancel uh, Sanjay Patel invite on to the next show then, yeah? Yeah, maybe we should get Jacob I'd come love on. To, I'd love to go to no stage Sanjay Patel. I remember uh, playing again. I remember playing in a T twenty against him about ten years ago, and 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 this was for Marchman, and they absolutely hammered us. So I want my own back. I want to get my, some time back on, on on him. Tell him what I think about the hundred. That'll be great. A sucker punch, mate. How are Marchman doing without you, mate? Yeah, how are they, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, well, one more thing is one more thing as well is mm. like why why is there not a, if there's a fucking Welsh dragon team why is there not a fucking Scottish Saltire team oh there you go what, what, or a fucking Glasgow 
Warriors or whatever. Why? Not enough coin, mate. We wouldn't be able to sell enough seats. That'll be it. Joke, man. Mm. It's just, yeah, they could easily have done that. But English and Welsh cricket boards, though, isn't it? English and Welsh cricket board. Cricket Scotland separate. Bullshit. Before yeah. we before we go, sports fans, Pete, tunnel, I believe you had uh, I had your you had your stag do in Bristol. Any stories? None, none, none for this podcast, but I'm still suffering a week and a half on from it. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, certain uh, there was a certain missing individual there, Liam, that was uh, sadly missed. But it was good, good three days. Um, fortunately, we didn't go to a hundred game. It was touted at one point that we were going to go and watch the <laughs> Welsh fire, but managed to put my foot down and. And not go to that, but instead I had to wear a Bristol Rovers shirt. So, you know. How that, was that, okay. mate? You must have been fuming. Oh, it was horrible. They tried to get me to wear it at Ashton Gate, actually, because we went to pre-season friendly uh, Bristol City versus Aston Villa. But I was like, it's just going to... I don't who think... Plays many at, people... Who plays at Ashton Gate? Oh, come on. March... <laughs> 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 um, there are two teams in Bristol, is there? Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah, you survived, mate. You tell tell. Mate, I heard that you did very well, and yeah, I'm disappointed they couldn't get there. But oh, he's not so, paying me enough to do this podcast, mate. So um, <laughs> I would have had to cycle there and back. No, nah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, cool. Any uh, other current business, Pierre Hoggy, or are we done? I've got. Uh, is there anything that's not covered? Yeah, there must be. Go on, mate. No, nothing, nothing oh. to nothing to add, really. I mean, it's just it's, it's. You know what? It's been great this season, just being able to get back to playing league cricket again. And um, you know, I think um, I'm sure we'll talk in another pod, or you guys will about 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 league season and whatnot. But um, but it's it, it's it's great to be playing, and uh, hopefully we'll have a decent dry patch between now and the end of the season and see it out and uh, and get a few more more wins, ideally for Watsonians, starting on Sunday. Yeah, fuck. I hope, I really hope we fucking pump you again. For our sports fans out there, we will we will have uh, some more times on our hands uh, in the coming week. We should be able to rattle out some more pods. So apologies, I know Hoggy gets asked a lot why we've why we've not been putting them out, but it's because yeah. we've been too busy playing cricket. Just uh, it's not enough time, yeah. What's this fucking half ten on a Monday night? That's commitment, lads. De- Talk about the hundred being desperate. We're fucking <laughs> desperate. But um, yeah, we've not spoken about the T Twenty day at our bro. So I went down and watched it. Um, caught the end of the. Carlton Fergus Lee game. Carlton batted first, made one sixty odd, and I don't think I don't think at any point there was that close. But I was just, I really I thought Fergus Lee would give Carlton a better game, but obviously made maybe a bit too many runs because at one point they were um, they were going along slowly. Carlton the first ten overs, they must have. I think Tom Simpson made some runs and and batted pretty well. Um, I don't know if you did you watch any of it on the stream or anything like that. No, I I did. Yeah, um, I, I'll be you know. The, <laughs> Listen, boys. The boys at Watsonians will know fine well. I'm not. A, I'm not Carlton's biggest fan, right? I mean, that's like I. I, I always. I don't know what it is. I've got a little chip on my shoulder against Carlton. I'll tell you why. It's because they're a really, really well-run club. Incredibly, <laughs> incredibly well-run. Great depth. Great junior section. Great balance between old pricks and young guns. And that's why they win things, and I bloody hate it. Um, but you know that that I thought they were super organised in that game. You know, they, they, if one spinner doesn't come off, the next one bowls really well. If Evo goes for a few runs, somebody else comes in and does a good job. I mean, they're they're just a superly superbly run club. And I mean, Fergusly feel like they've missed missing a few or a few players have left them over the last few years. The, yeah. there's a Pre- Preston Jones, your favourite hoggy, you know. He, <laughs> Is he gone? We didn't see didn't see his name there. Didn't see his name on the list. 
Yeah, I missed I missed their batting, so I didn't I didn't even know he was playing or not. But that's a good point. Actually, I've not actually seen his name in the run. He's a fucking player. Opening the batting as well, not in the middle overs like they fucking said. Was he batting five or something? They said, "Oh the shit." Um, yeah, it was a, it was a shame. I wanted to I wanted to see Fergus Lee. I really should have went up and watched that game in the full, but I was running late. And then I did watch the Carl, the fourth Gala game, which um, which Gala, to be fair to them, surprised me. They had a couple of handy players came in and sort of had a decent dip. Just a few things, sort of a few like dodgy runouts and things like that. They could only post a hundred and something, like a low one hundreds, I think. Um, and then Force got it like three down or something. Lucy made fifty, so it probably set up the two the two best teams are in the final. And it's just a shame that Force couldn't get couldn't get going. I think they were two for two or something at one point. Waller got out the first ball of the game. Still sweeping top edge at the forty five. That's never a good way to start a T twenty game. So he did the same against us in the like the the regional final. He he swept it straight to forty five, first ball of the game. But um yeah, I think I don't think Carlton like bowled partic- like that well to bowl them out for hundred and four or whatever. Evo bowled really well. But some of yeah. It was uh, it was bizarre. It wasn't really yeah. Force just couldn't get it going, and then Carlton just did what they had to do. They won it easy. They won it in the seventeenth over or something. It wasn't really a good game of T Twenty cricket. It's not what you wanted. At hundred plays hundred. At least you were at it. It's even sadder if you're just watching it on a stream on a Sunday afternoon, like I think I was uh, the last little bit. <laughs> but uh, <coughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, the, 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 I mean, you're right. Force didn't really get going. It struck me there was a lot of nobody could play spin. No, Gala boys, the reason they didn't get 100, they only got 100 rather than 140 is because they couldn't get the spin away. And I noticed I in the final. So I was thinking, same pitch on Sunday and we'll bring five spinners and I won't bowl. Superb. <laughs> hey, bring as many spinners as you want. You'll have more. Lo- You'll have more. Lachlan. <laughs> has Sweeney left us? Is he Is he still here? No, no, I'm, I'm listening, mate. But I'm, yeah, I'm getting uh, I'm getting text messages threatening, uh, threatening me that the doors might be locked. So yeah, I'm going to have to go soon. <laughs> All right, well, we'll leave it at that then, won't we? I don't know if we've missed anything. Fair play to, what, what are we going to call this episode? The fucking, I don't know, I don't know, whatever. We're obviously Pete, talking about the... Pete versus Sanjay. Well, than the well, last episode. Yeah. Tint Whistle. You ever been to Tin Whistle? Or whatever it's called. Oh, Tint mate, Whistle. don't start them. Right, I'm off. Do I need to keep open or in? Oh, nah, you'll be good. Just, uh, so just leave. Pete, I'll send Pete you the recording. I'll send yeah, you the recording. Right, yeah. must ask one.